Hello, and welcome to Bride on Track. My name is Ashley Kozlowski. I am the owner of Petal and Peach Events. We are a full-service wedding and event planning company based out of both Atlanta and Miami markets. Um, This will be my first episode ever, so I'm so excited to jump in, and I think we have a really great topic today that I know a lot of couples are dealing with as they are navigating through the world of wedding planning and just trying to figure it all out. So before I do that, I do want to talk about what this podcast is. So Bright on Track is really just going to be a place where I'm going to share my, you know, both personal and professional experiences um, in wedding planning. And with that, we will also be bringing on guests in the wedding industry. So it could range from florists to photographers to brides that are going through the wedding planning journey. Um, So anywhere in between and just to give some insight as you are planning. All right, let's jump in to our topic. I'm very excited to talk about this. The main focus today is really looking at the overwhelm and how to manage that as well as beating decision fatigue. Let's start with overwhelm. I recently was married in Cancun in December of 2022. (laughs) So this most recent December. And I will say putting myself in the shoes of, you know, the couples that I work with every day was so eye-opening because for my, you know, for myself to go through the entirety of, wedding planning for my own wedding is like, I felt the pressure, right? So I felt that pressure from my family members, from friends, from guests, and it's just a running list in your head of just feeling overwhelmed to the point where you're just like, am I making the right decision for this? You know, whatever it could be like the reserve sign on for the ceremony or just managing the logistics. And it's like, you're constantly running a checklist in your head and it is so overwhelming. It becomes a, I mean, for me, it became like a third day job, right? And it was just so intense. And I wanted to talk with, talk to you about that today. So it really depends on where you're at in your wedding planning journey. So you could be freshly engaged. Yay. And now you're about to jump in to the amazing world of wedding planning. And you're kind of standing, you know, at this point and you're like, okay, what do I do next? And already, you know, after you get engaged, you're getting the questions like, oh, when do you think you're going to have the wedding? Where are you going to do it? Are you going to, you know, do it in this city or this city? Or, you know, what is your theme? What are your colors? And you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I do not know. I truly don't know. Um, And so I think what I would recommend, this kind of my top tip if you're newly engaged, is to really first sit down and think about a who is going to be a decision maker for our wedding so of course it's going to be yourself and your fiance but is anyone going to be helping you with the financial side of your wedding and if so what is their decision making power by doing so the reason i say this is as you get closer to the wedding you're going to have these smaller decisions that are going to pop up and also 
you may find yourself like wanting, for example, like live music at your ceremony, right? But maybe you didn't think about that when you were first figuring out your budget. And now we get to maybe three months out and you're like, you know, I really envision myself walking down with a violinist, right? Or, you know, a pianist, whoever it is. And so that's going to be an extra, we'll say, we'll call it like 250 to 350 So $350. And if that decision relies with maybe a parent and you have to come to them to say like, you know, I really want this to happen, but maybe that's not in the budget, right? That wasn't in the budget. And now you have to like come to this person to ask permission basically. And so that's something that I always tell my couples is like, you have to figure out those boundaries first at the very beginning, because this will help you manage that overwhelm as you get closer to your wedding, because though you already put that into place, right? So you already know who is handling finances, who is kind of handling those decisions. Now, if you're not having anyone finance, help finance your wedding, um, you know, that's a little bit easier as far as like managing expectations and just knowing like yourself and your fiance will, are the sole, um, decision makers. So I feel like that helps with the just full overwhelm (laughs) of wedding planning. Um, another tip for my newly engaged couples is to also start to agree on your theme start to agree like on the vibe of your wedding so maybe have a fun date night at home date night where you maybe like vision board your wedding or maybe you sit down like look through things um I will say you know a lot of times people have or couples you know have something they already have in mind that they want for their wedding so it could be like they've always thought of having string lights overhead, um, maybe live music, you know, champagne tower. And those are the things that you want to start to pull out together. And that's maybe where you can start. So if you know you've always wanted to get married in a white barn, like maybe you agree on that and then you start with the venue. So just having a plan in the beginning is so helpful when you're, you know, standing at the bottom of the wedding planning mountain looking up and you're like, how are we supposed to get all these things done? So that's just something to think about. For my couples that are maybe in the middle of your wedding planning journey and are, you know, getting closer, um, just the overwhelming of questions like a, you know, have your wedding website built out, right? That kind of fields a lot of the family and friends questions of like your venue of parking, dress code, RSVP deadlines, um, your registry, everything in between, right? And so you can just send that info right to them in a link. If they're like texting you or emailing you, you're just able to send that over. So that kind of handles the overwhelm of questions. As far as like the stress overwhelm, you need to take a day, like choose a day of the week. I always say like, you know, like Mondays or Tuesdays, because usually on the weekends, if you're, you know, working during the week, you don't have as much time to focus on the wedding. So maybe like on a Monday or Tuesday, you say like, okay, we are not talking about our wedding on this day. And that allows you one full day to just kind of relax a bit 
and not have that like constant checklist in your, in your mind. So I always say like, choose, choose a day where you're just like, we are truly not talking about the wedding and also like planning date nights still while you, while you're engaged. I find that when I was, um, you know, when I was in that engagement period as we are like getting closer to the wedding, it's just like you're nonstop thinking about the wedding. And, um, even when you go out, you're just like still thinking about it. So when you do have those date nights, once again, like, do not talk about the wedding and just, you know, use that time to have your mind clear and just focus on each other. So those are my kind of tips for the overwhelm that starts to happen as you plan a wedding. And let's chat next about decision fatigue. So when you're planning a wedding, right, you have your main ticket items. So you have your venue that you have to choose. You have to choose a caterer. You have to choose a florist, or maybe you're going to DIY your flowers. And then you have to think about rentals. You have to think about your garments, right? So your wedding dress, the tuxes, the bridesmaids dresses, the, the suits. Um, you have to talk about your colors and all of those like little special details that you want to pull into your wedding day. Um, and it's just, it's, it can be overwhelming, especially when the decisions start to become micro, So the macro decisions, like your venue, like, yes, those are huge decisions, but if you're, if you're already aligned with your fiance on the type of venue that you want and the budget, then that should be relatively, um, easy to go through, right? If you're pulling a list of venues that really match your aesthetic and match your budget, um, that could feel very exciting. And then as you start to move through, your wedding planning process and you're starting start to being faced with these micro decisions such as do I want a light pink napkin or do we want to just keep it ivory what about this the flatware are we going to do silver are we going to do gold um you know like your guest book for example are you going to do after the tone are you going to do a polaroid guest book are you going to do a traditional guest book so all those micro details start to become overwhelming so there's that word again it's a constant right so what i suggest for the decision fatigue similar to how you are choosing one day to not talk about the wedding you need to choose another day right where it's your decision day. So it could be that you each take responsibility of pulling options for different things. So I'll use once again, the guest book as an example, like maybe person A is responsible for pulling different guest book options. And then person B is responsible for pulling, um, signature cocktail options, right. That they really liked. And then you're going to sit down together and go through that. And just make concrete decisions because once that decision is done, it is out of your head, right? You're like, okay, this is what I want. This is what we're going to do. And we're moving on instead of just kind of doing like that back and forth, like, oh, do we really care? Do we want this? Like, it's just helpful to have that few hours. You can make it an at-home date night. You can go out um, and just have 
it's like kind of like doing like mini presentations for each other. So that's just what I recommend um, as far as like those micro decisions. And I will say it's just all about the balance of wedding planning and then also just kind of taking that step back to really take a moment and have some peace. (laughs) So let me know thoughts. And I really believe, you know, if you stick to these days that I mentioned, um, starting from when you're in the beginning of your wedding planning uh, journey, it'll help you so much as you get closer to your wedding and you already know how to manage everything that's going to be coming at you throughout the next few months. So I hope this is helpful. Once again, I, you know, was put in the shoes of a bride, right? And I truly felt that this was like one of the main things that I, since I hadn't experienced it before, was unaware of how difficult it can be. So I hope these tips help you. Truly, they can be used at any stage of the wedding planning journey. And until next time, I will talk to you soon.